Hello, hello, everyone. Are we live? We are live, yes. Live ish. Live ish. Well, we're recording and we're doing the. Are you doing the Instagram live right now? No, I'm just recording a story and I'm getting them, giving the world uh, a nice, like, zoom in of this. Look at this. It's Flaco. Look at this. What's going on? Mr. Mr. Body Beautiful. Hey, man. Coming into his summer body in October. In October. (laughs) Right, because I do everything ass backwards, you know? So, yeah. (sighs) Oh, uh, thank you, man. So do you. Thanks, yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm excited, man. I got about 15 more pounds to go to hit the goal weight. So we're, we're on our way, man. We're on our way, we're on our way dude. Yes, yes. So, yeah, man. <coughs> How are you? Um, I am. I am. You are. I am. Okay. I am a hundred percent unsure of anything and everything. There we go. Um, Life. It's. You know, if I do a really fast assessment and like pie chart the things in my life, more of them are going well than not well. That's a good, okay. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so when I like, I posted yesterday um, just a quick reminder for myself of the serenity prayer, which for everyone who doesn't know it, it's God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, have the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to understand the difference or wisdom to know the difference. Right. Depends on how you use it. And I've been hearing that for a long time. I grew up in the rooms of Narcotics Anonymous. I ended up going back myself to like try it out. And so I know that prayer. I understand that prayer. It's something that... I have employed in moments of great turmoil, like when I'm just like, ah, I don't know what to fucking do. Serenity prayer. Serenity prayer. And then it's, which is the same thing that we've already like learned and discussed for weeks at a time with the new earth, which is really just be in the moment. Like don't, don't worry about what happened. Don't worry about what will happen. Just be right here. Accept it. Accept it. What and then how can you troubleshoot it, you know? So that, you know, my training is going very, very well. Yes. Um, I'm just doing the program as written. I don't ask questions. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't like deviate from what has is being told to me. I'm just following the program. There you go. You just walk in, you do it straightforward. That's it. And it's like the more I see, there's, there's got to be a pattern to this in my life. Where when I have a plan of action or like yeah a plan of action um, or something that kind of like breaks down a what seems to be an insurmountable goal or a very difficult goal. When I break it down, you know, day by day, movement by movement, it's much more digestible. It's much easier to achieve, you know. Mm-hmm. I, um, I wanted to do it. I wanted to run a triathlon. I never did it. So I downloaded an eight week plan and I just did what the eight week plan was. Right. You know, I wanted to be a competitive Olympic weightlifter. Had I mean, I know how to snatch and clean and jerk, but I had never like really done it. Right. So I went. I talked to the coaches and I did it. Yeah. Um, with the same thing at work, you know, sometimes you don't. I don't know where the, what the answer is, but I'm good at finding the answer. And then once I have it, the plan, and then it makes achieving the goal so much simpler. I'm having a hard time with areas in my life where there is like no plan of attack, no plan of action, no steps to fix it, and and that causes me a lot of anxiety. So I just have to remember that serenity prayer. Like, 
Okay, yep. you don't have a plan. We don't know what to do. We don't know what's going on. You're not in control of all of these things. But what are you in control of? What can you do? Well, you don't have to make yourself crazy. You don't have to go off the deep end. Right. And, yeah. You know, you don't have to be anything that is going to cause more harm than the harm that you already may be feeling. Yeah, it's it's and you know the whole concept of relinquishing control, right? Because we want to control sometimes uh, our li- our lives, other people's behaviors, external situations, external matters, and we can't, you know. And sometimes we just have to sit down and say, okay, you know what? Like the courage to to change the things I can. Yeah. Right. So that's an internal focus of control, right? Um, and, and and the wisdom to know the difference. I love the last part that of the is, serenity prayer because the, it's all about knowing the difference. It's all about there are things you cannot change, but there are things, you know, things that are outside of you, right? Sure. And then the things that are inside of you are things that you can change. And it does take courage to change those things and 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 do something about it and be proactive with that because the results are great because what you project out into the world when you when you work on those things it's a totally different tone and you and and you attract different people in your life when you're looking at your own life in that way or you're treating yourself in that way you know i love that i love the serenity prayer it's um it's very good yeah it's very good and it's so easy it's like a it's almost a meditation Mm -hmm. um do you have a spiritual practice i do Yes. Have you always had a spiritual practice? I, um, I no, no, no. I so I went to, I went to Christian school uh-huh. uh, for high school, but it was you know I, I kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. You don't say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I probably would have had a different bad taste if I went to an all boys school, but it would have been a completely different. Right, thing. right. Well, mine wasn't an all boys school. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> It's funny I didn't get that immediately. <laughs> I didn't get that immediately. Then I'm like, oh wait a minute, of course. Well, is it yeah. too early for, for dick sucking jokes? No, no, no. I guess it's already past noon. Yeah, yeah, you're okay. good. Yeah, it's yeah, you're Sunday. good. Well, it's Sunday, you know. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Oh my god. So no, no, I just um, I I I wasn't mature enough to understand the whole of uh, spiritual progress, not spiritual perfection. So at, you know, those ages 15 to 18, I expected spiritual perfection from like the administrators at the school, from the teachers at the school, from the coaches at the school. And um, and, and, you know, they were flawed and just like every other human being. And uh, they, you know, uh, egocentric, like every human being. Um, I went to a baseball school. So, you know, and it was all about you know the baseball the championship baseball oh, yeah. team all that so um you, you know went all, westminster, right? i went westminster. to westminster yeah. yeah i went to westminster christian especially during those prime Oof. years when a rod had just graduated yeah. and everybody yeah. wanted to be like a mini a rod and so let's go to westminster so i can accomplish that kind of thing so so it was it was like that i, I don't know when that movie was i don't know if it's early 2000s or late 90s uh that movie varsity blues uh-huh. all right so f- it's the baseball equivalent to that movie so it was like you know if you didn't play baseball at my school you were just kind of like another human being 
there, you know, like just another body. Yeah, they're and, like celebrities and they're yeah, treated like celebrities. Exactly. And they're like elevated because of what they bring into the school, which is money. And exactly. Yeah. And what I saw in the coaching and the coaches and the administrators and the teachers, I associated it with religion. I was like, oh, this is what Christianity is. I don't want any part of it. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, so basically I stayed away from it for many, many years. I mean, from the day I graduated to. I think my anxiety kicked in, as you guys know my story, at 30 when, when I separated. And um, and that's when I started learning what anxiety was and what it felt like. And, um, and then thankfully, I was in the process of getting my master's degree. So I was learning about the stuff. And, um, and then around, I would say around 33 or 34, I kind of revisited uh, my faith and uh, more of a progressive Christianity type look, not so punishing or harsh and mm-hmm. kind of gaining a, a better understanding of how it relates to like worldly relationships and activities mm-hmm. and not being closed off obviously I'm a very open-minded person to you know people's decisions people's lifestyles um, so it's a, like I said it's, it's very I don't share much about it mm-hmm. because I say Christianity and people automatically you know put me in a little in a little bucket. Yeah. And uh, and it's and what I believe in and the way I practice it has nothing to do with what traditional Christianity is usually. Okay. Um so so that's why I don't talk about it. You know, I don't because you know you have like the more fanatical ones that are like this is wrong, this is good, this is bad, this is good, this is bad, this is good, this, this is bad. This is how you do it. This, this is, is how you do it. Yeah, it. you're going to hell if you do this, Correct. you go to heaven if you do that. And and I'm and I just I'm it's very very progressive and something that I we'd have to sit down and, and talk and very you'd be very surprised at the things that um, you know I, I disagree with with the traditional uh, church if you will so but anyway but yes what has that led to it's led to me uh, realizing that I'm I'm in the passenger seat. Um, I can I'm, I can put myself so going back to the serenity prayer. I can put myself in the driver's seat about things that I can change, but I there are things that I just need to leave to God, right? And and uh, and I remind myself by doing you know daily devotionals and reading, and you know I spend some time in the morning journaling and you know doing all that kind of stuff. Just kind of quick reminders that I, I am not in control of the things that I'm worried about. And I can just be proactive, you know. So yeah, that's my essentially. And then of course I, I implement meditation. Uh, sometimes my meditation is prayer. Sometimes it's just meditation, just guided meditation, like using Headspace or Calm or mm-hmm. one of these apps. Um, and and I just do my best. I just try to not drink too much coffee. And that's <laughs> yeah. And that's, yeah, that's, but to answer your question, that was a very long answer to your question. Yes, I am spiritual. I do have a spiritual practice. Yeah. Do you? Uh, I would say, yeah, because I'm not an atheist, Mm -hmm. you know, and so I do acknowledge, you know, that I do acknowledge a higher power and do I, and sometimes I use the word God, sometimes I use the word the universe. Um, Sometimes I pray, sometimes I don't. I often find myself giving gratitude and I use that as, a way of like thanking yeah and being um acknowledging that this is not all because of me i'm right. just i'm just like a part of this process a fellow traveler mm-hmm. yeah um but but it's not it's definitely not 
it's definitely not tied to any one particular religious practice. And right. and my 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 well my mother and my father and my sister all have very specific religious practices. Uh-huh. Um and I'm able to like what's I think one of my superpowers is the ability to understand and find common ground with other people. Yes. Um, even people who are the most opposed to my viewpoints, my life, the, the way I live, um, I find and I believe that we have more in common than we than we don't. Right. right? Um, and so that's why it's easy for I say easy because well, it's not easy. That's why I'm able to go and spend time with my parents um, and listen to them, you know, proclaim their faith and use their faith as um, the reasons for why they live the way they live and why they think Mm -hmm. the way they think and why they choose to do what they do. Um, And part of, you know, part of that includes, you know, I'm not a parent, so I, I can't, I don't know how that feels, but there's like, when you look, I guess there's the thing where, like, when you see your child doing something wrong or what you think is incorrect, you have just nothing. It's a, it's that protective yeah. instinct. Yeah. And so they're preaching to me and they're constantly sharing with me information to, I guess, bring me into their side and see things from their point of view is incessant. Really? It doesn't stop. And... and, and it, it, do they truly believe that that uh, what, they're 100%. trying to change you? Like they, that they, they, they. It's not. I don't think the. Well, I get the way that I see it is. It's I. I love you. You're my child, and I'm. My only goal is the eternal salvation of your soul, and so with oh, that, that, oh, just that, just that. Okay. I, you know, I want to <laughs> be. I, I would. We really want you to be with us forever and eternity. Yeah. And the life that you live does not grant you access right which is that's the part i have the issue that's the part i have a huge issue with yeah is is the 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 the, the, the velvet rope same yeah yeah that's 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 the thing same. that yeah. same and so and i have what well, we've gone back and forth and i know already like a lot of where they're gonna go and where we're gonna and where i'm coming from and that that pot of do that dance that thing that we do it just got really old really fast. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I, I'm it's never gonna look the way that they want it to look. Mm-hmm. Um and like I'm okay with that. You know, I'm totally okay with that. When I apply the same principle to other areas of my life, it's like I'm not okay with it. Really? Yeah, like I'm like I can let go of certain things and be okay with it but I don't know like I guess that's why like I mean they don't we don't live together they live apart and when I moved out I really just took the reins of my own and did it myself you know but like it's harder with me and my sister my sister's very devout as well she's got a different line of faith that she believes in and I know that she feel, but I know that she feels the same way that she wants to be with you know an eternity in heaven and and Big bro is just not doing what he needs to do to get there. And so it's like, it bugs me more that with my sister than it does with my parents. Because I always felt like my sister and I were close. And this is something that just, we don't, it's like, I can respect and appreciate that it's a big deal to you. And, 
you know, that's why I have a hard time. That's why I refuse to like argue with somebody who is as devout as they are. Because when you don't see what they see and and like and vice versa, right? And they don't see what you see, it's the difference is irreconcilable. That's right. And so you literally have to accept the things that you can't change. You can't change someone's mind. That's how they right. view the world. You can't. You can only change the way that you react to it. And so instead of always being upset about it, I just was like, This is how they love me. Yeah. This is how they love me. They can't that's stop a very loving good way me. To look, look at it, yeah. That's and so and that's for me. That's it's exhausting. It is exhausting, and it takes a lot of energy and a lot of time and a lot of effort to maneuver those relationships that way. But I love them. Of course, I love. They're my mom and my dad and my sister. They're like the blood of me. Like it's the only other people in this world that are like me. You know, everybody else is a, every other relationship that happens is pretty much a choice. You know, I, I chose my, I chose David and our marriage. I, I chose you to be my podcast partner. You know, yeah. I choose to go to work. I didn't choose mom and dad. I didn't yeah. choose you my sister. Get, you get one mother, one father, and then whatever siblings and, come from that. And like the, 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 the conflicts that I, the conflicts that we have are all, you know, of this world. You know, there hasn't been like a grand betrayal. There hasn't been. It's just completely thought provoked, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word. Yeah. yeah. Which I guess is why that's why it's so easy for me to look at them. And, you know, people ask me, like, is it a problem, you know, that your parents are so, so conservative and, you know, the fact that you're gay and all that stuff. And and I've already talked about the irony that they can't when I came out, it was fine. And now later it's not. Yeah, not. <laughs> um, but even that it's like, okay, well I get it. I get why you, they changed their mind. I get why they did this. I understand it. And it doesn't affect me in the sense that I'm like not going to be a part around it, but I definitely do limit my time around them for my own preservation. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it, but I get it. I mean, you so love your family. Yeah, like they just don't they don't shut up. Well, they're your family. You love your family and they love you and that is the way they show love. It's just I wish there was a way to explain to people like, "Hey, how can I alleviate your worry about, you know, us ending up in the same eternity together?" Like, I know I'm going to get there, so I'm not worried. You know, it's just going to be, it might not be, it might be through a different gate, you know, like how you go to like stadiums and you have like different gates that you can, you know, this is this gate, this is that. It might be a different gate, but we're going to end up in the same place, you know, and, uh, but it's hard. It's hard when people, like you said, when, when not only your parents, not only your sister, but many other people who believe just, you know, one certain way, you know, then, then it, it does cause worry because based on what I believe in, you're not making it there. No, and, and like the idea that like uh, something like us, I mean, if the soul is the energy, the unconscious, the everything, a part of the everything, then you are applying conscious thought and, and rational thinking and, and things and and terrestrial ideas, right? Concepts, images, symbols, to an idea to uh to this thing that is of none of that, right? It is of you know the eternal. You know, the whatever, the omega, the everything, the universe, that we go back to being a, a part of the, the energy system. 
it's not like we're all going to be aware of each other because awareness is something that happens in the human experience. Right. Right. That's right. And we try to elevate it and whatever moments of that, but that's not like, there's no destination for that. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. That's exactly. I mean, I think it sounds like you and I really have similar views on, you know, on all of this. Yes, absolutely. Like, I, I, I agree a hundred percent. Like the, this brain thinks a certain kind of way, right? Right. And when I'm detached from the brain and I'm like in what well, we've, you know, I'm in the present moment, right? We like right. that. When I'm, there, I'm not thinking about anything else. It's just complete and total flow. How does that burn in hell? How does that bask in heaven? Right. When it's everything. Mm. Where is this destination, this good destination, or this, where's the good place and where's the bad place? Right. When you are, when we are, when, when you're just a part of what is to be everything. If we're all connected, I don't understand how we end up in different places. I don't understand it either. Uh, somebody was talking about this the other day and they, they were trying to, explain it in and i guess in a modern 2020 you know technological way it's you know when you have you know you have two computers you have two laptops and let's just say you are you know you're emailing each other those those you're emailing me and i'm emailing you right the computers essentially are are communicating with each other and we're reading the information we're receiving the information but the but the, it's the actual computers that are doing the receiving and the sending and the connection to the internet and all that you know so what happens you know when those when each computer you know becomes irrelevant or breaks down or breaks and those two computers get disconnected from everything all information all the internet everything and they just get tossed in you know a trash bin somewhere did the, do those computers ever realize that they existed, that each other, that they each existed, you know? And I know it's like, it was, it was kind of a reach. It was kind of like a far concept when they were talking about it. But, but, but it, in the, in the sense that this is like, we have a brain, this is our computer and you have your computer, right? And right now we connect right now. We're having conversation, mm -hmm. you know, this whole thing of afterlife is in our consciousness, right? Mm -hmm. It's in the forefront of our mind. But the day we pass away, this shuts down. Completely. So the the whole concept of the afterlife is you know what what keeps us connected? Well, we like you said, we might not even be aware that we ever existed. You know? Well, we might we, recognize this, each other. Yeah, I, I think the experience ceases to exist and the energy yeah. just goes back to the unconscious. Yeah, exactly. Like when, we, that, when you've had those moments of like peace, Zen, where you're like connected, mm -hmm. you're not thinking of anything. The moment thought enters the mind, you're gone. You're out. Yeah. The moment a thought Lights comes out. in, it's over. You're no longer a connect. You're no longer yeah. attached. And so... I see, I guess, you know, the, when this body is expired, when I'm no longer a human being, right. Right. Human and being. I'm just being, because my human form has, has perished. Right. You know, I've rotted the banana completely. Right. And now I am just being, right. I'm no longer a human. I'm just being, that does not have an attachment to a destination right you just are like i don't know you go back into the you go you go back into the ether 
um, as energy since That's we know right. it's never created or destroyed. It just continues to flow. Exactly. That mean I, I mean, people are listening right now. There's probably people that disagree and, and agree and whatever. You know, we're having the talks, but I'm with you on that. Like so I, I, I agree with you a hundred. That's how I look at things, which is why I don't believe in the status type. You know, like you're gonna make it. I'm not gonna make it. We're not gonna be in the same place together. Like kind of yeah, you know thing. Wor- so I th- those feelings are I when I see somebody anxious, I I'm like, oh, I know anxiety. You're you're anxious that we're not gonna. I mean, I'm anxious about you know the things that I'm anxious about. Right. I'm not gonna get into it on this podcast. Um, but <laughs> but um. <laughs> And you're anxious about the things that you're anxious about. Sure. And, but, and everyone has their levels of anxiety, you know, mm. whether it's like, you know, what, is there a vaccine for coronavirus? Am I going to survive my job? You know, is my relationship okay? But am I getting into heaven is not one that I have. Right. So when I'm, for, when, <laughs> when I'm presented with that from somebody else, I think that is a super irrational anxiety to have. Yeah. But I guess, I mean, when... I guess when you hold that as your ruler, as your, I mean, the same thing is true for people that I disagree with politically, you know, the idea that, I'm just going to say it, the idea that Democrats are communists is an anxiety that people have because of the PTSD that they've already been through, or like their parents have been through, or like, or, you know examples throughout the world where you know those kind of like systems seem to deteriorate you know everyone's like Venezuela Venezuela Venezuela. and so I'm like okay I get where you're coming from but you know that it's not nearly the same thing right like Mm. there's it's not we're gonna be the case here in this country like there's too many systems in place to keep that from happening and right. so and it seems irrational yeah it seems completely irrational but it stops becoming irrational to the person if it's something they have experienced before if it's happened before therefore it can well, happen like, again yeah, correct yes and that's you what know? you tie yourself you, you basically you tie your balloon to like the the rock that makes the most amount of sense right. and you're like see this is what we're talking about here right. this is what this is you know yeah, but it's uh, yeah that's, so it's the same yeah same thing it's like you know it, it, there's got to be there's got to be like this mi- not middle. I don't like to calling it a middle ground, but I just think that everybody just needs to. And this is gonna sound super basic and super cheesy, but honestly, you're kind, you're patient, you're tolerant, you're compassionate. You're gonna you're gonna have something good coming your way when the human body expires. You know that's I I. Okay, you but know? why is it gonna see? Right, I, that's where I would be like, you had me up until you said somewhere good, something good. Oh yeah, that's right. What? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Good point. It's good point. It yeah. It just is. It just is. You expired, and the good that was done stays in the world that you have left. It's so bizarre that I just said the that. Good, the good. I think the good that you, you receive is freedom from all of the terrestrial worries. There you go. It's your freedom. You're free from. You're free from pain because you're no longer in your painful body. You're free from anxiety because, and that's why. Like I don't. I, this is gonna. Oh, I'm gonna say it. I say would, it. Say I it. would say this. I would argue that 
hell is on earth and oh, heaven yeah. is the beyond is the is when it's you're free it, yeah. of your terrestrial that we have to pay our dues and hopefully you like learn to like attach yourself to you know to a spiritual practice so that you have relief from the hell on earth mm-hmm. the hell of anxiety the hell of pain the hell of all those things yeah i um that it's like you know a fear tactic used to try to control people yeah a lot i would think that's the case often yeah um but when I think about the descriptions of that, I'm like, well, that sounds like kind of, I mean, that sounds like fucking life. <laughs> I mean, maybe not to the extent of like, we're here and burning and he's, you know, for, imagine burning in a hundred yeah, degrees yeah. No, of like no, boiling no. piss for the rest of the <laughs> and just decrepitude and da, 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 da. I'm like, well, have you been to some of these countries where these war torn countries, that sounds like hell. Yeah. Have you been, have you seen the experience of people that have to, that sounds like hell, yeah. hell, pain, Anxiety, nerd, like fear, like all those feelings to me, that's what that looks like. And I'm like, yeah. oh, well, you don't have to go, you don't have to die for that. Look, look around. Yeah. Look around you. And that's being caused by at the hands of other people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and, you know, that's where the whole concept of the second coming, you know, that's where it comes from, right? Because we're, things are going to get so bad. This, you know, this is not what I personally believe in, but like the in the common church system, uh-huh. you know, uh, based on you know biblical mm-hmm. right uh, belief systems, it's that things are going to get so bad that the second coming, right? But like and, an annihilation, and, and, yeah, and yeah. Then it's like, well, I mean, and, and you got to be ready. It's supposed to happen like any day now, right? The what? The prim- so there is um there is a there is a premonition. No, that's not the word I'm looking for. Um, Prediction? Yes, where I guess the, as it goes, is that the Virgin Mary has appeared before people in the world. The okay. Catholics know this, teach cool. this. And one of them is La Fatima, which is, I guess, she appeared before this orphan girl in Portugal, and she told her all these things that they that the world needs to do in order for there to be, like, I guess, the eternal salvation of everybody's soul or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's... Did you not know these? I did not know. There was no. like a Virgen de Guadalupe in Mexico City that she appeared and it was like a premonition and when she didn't do that, like everything blew up. And then there was... A, La Fatima did... Feds came down and like told them... I'm sure that people who are listening to this right now are like... What the fuck is and going on? coming out about it. Anyways. Really? So one of them, I guess it's the... She was given, you know... She, the way the story goes is that she appears before this orphan. She tells the orphan the message, and the orphan is supposed to like give the message to the world. And if the world doesn't do this, then all these terrible things are going to happen. Wow. And you know, histor- You know, I guess like religious historians can point to why this is in fact the case. Oh wow! And we're coming to a moment where these predictions may occur or whatever wow. yeah and so people are freaking out about it will it be before november 3rd or after november 3rd I i'm just actually no they actually <laughs> think that, but it's something like a hundred years i guess there was like a hundred years to the day of this one thing i guess someone appeared in france and said that france needs to do this thing and a hundred years to the day like that's when the french revolution happened and everything fell apart mm. um and so now there's like this other like premonition or this other what is it? Prediction? Prediction. Yeah. That is supposed to occur and with these things that were supposed to occur and they haven't occurred and so it's like, oh my God, the world's going to... And then 
So then Catholics will turn around and be like, look, look, look at all the signs, look at all the fires on Earth, all the hurricanes on Earth. That's not, that's not, not that it's, you know, man-made climate issues. Right. No, no, this is... Read Revelation, right. Read Revelation. It's all there. It's all there. All all of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I... The sins of Russia will spread the Earth, and that's communism. Right. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh no! So if you like, if you are, if you are constantly hearing these messages, and you already have decided that this is some that faith is that you believe in this, then that like that one plus one equals two, and the two is like, oh my god, the world is coming to an end, and like no one's paying attention. No wonder people are freaking out. Yeah. And I get that. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, is that we, again, it's all in this. Thing we call our brain right we're processing all these things like now we're in this mega major mercury and retrograde you know kind of thing right <gasps> shit no yes yeah october Guys, mind your listen mind your text mind any kind of electronic communication be aware that things can get lost in translation be aware of what's going on. October thirteenth to November third, like third or I something think it's like, like that. Right before the election, I yeah. guess I yeah. remember that. Yeah. So it, it, you got to be careful with <clears throat> because the you respect these things. You, I mean, yeah, I laugh and I, and I apologize if I've offended anybody by laughing, but I laugh just because I don't laugh at the content. I I laugh at. That there's some people who just, you know, own it and they make themselves miserable and anxious just by believing something. So I, that's what reminded me because like, uh, you know, oh, Mercury in retrograde and and tell people, I go, well, yeah, you know, respect it, believe it, be aware. Don't let it take over. Your, don't let don't allow it to make you more anxious. You know, just be aware. I don't really understand much of that world. I've I've never really astrology or like yeah, like like what what, and I always make the ongoing joke. Mercury is always in retrograde because like that's all I ever hear. I never hear something else. Does Mercury ever do something else? Is there like another movement? Or I is think there that like... other planets are sometimes fall into retrograde, yeah. but for whatever reason, Mercury is the one that seems to. Maybe it's because of its align, its proximity to the sun. Okay. And how much you know gravitational? I have. I literally have no, no fucking clue. I'm gonna, I'm we're gonna we're gonna have to follow uh, Mia Astral. But you could definitely go to ismercuryinretrograde.com at yeah. any given moment, and it'll tell you whether it is or yeah. it isn't. Forever in, in retrograde. Forever. <laughs> it's always in retrograde. You know. I mean, it definitely feels like it's been in retrograde this entire year since. That's true. Since since that, have you done any? Um, like re, how are you reintroducing yourself into society now that I mean, well, we're on the couch together, so that's a step in that direction. I, I have assessed my risk tolerance. Um, I I have been living a pretty normal normal meaning, obviously, whatever life was like before the pandemic. I have been living pretty much for the most part a pre-pandemic lifestyle since April fifteenth. That's when I started going back to the office. That's when I started seeing people in person. Um, I play gigs. I am respectful of others. I wear a face mask. I am careful. I ask people how they want to be greeted. I've developed these habits uh, to alleviate any anxiety or any bad situations or anything. 
like that i you know I, I as a family we sat down and basically came to the conclusion of we, we all got to die of something and if this is what we catch and this is what we die of then hey god's will or whatever higher power you believe in sure you know and that's how we go and that's it you know um and let's move on with our lives that's the attitude we have taken so the boys are back in school they go to physical school um you know i i started going to the gym as soon as it opened back up i i I, not much has changed for me to be honest with you i mean things around me have changed which i adapt to which um you know that's i think that's the key i think the key is okay i made my decision i don't expect other people to own my decision so i'm not the guy walking around without a face mask i'm not the guy like saying oh come on where you believe in that shit bro plandemic plandemic no i'm not gonna be that guy because it's not what i believe either you know what i mean so um it is real people have died i have friends who have relatives who have gotten it uh, I have one friend whose mother passed away from it, so mm. I'm not going to sit here and say that it's not real because I know there's people that say that. Um, so, but um, so I'm not a, a dick about it, like you know, pretty much in a nutshell. Because there's people now. I've, I've been out. I'm when I'm out playing music. You see the differences. You see the people who are just dicks about it. Like, oh, uh, can I say hi to you? Oh, you believe in that shit? Come here, give me a hug. And it's like, uh, well, yeah, I do believe in it. You know, <laughs> it's kind of happening. But um, so. Uh, that's the attitude. That's the stance. I mean, I'm, it's every, and like I said a couple episodes ago, and what I keep telling my patients and everyone around me is everyone's, we're not going to get a green light. You know, I mean, in Florida, we came pretty close. I mean, the governor pretty much was like, all right, free for all. But as, <laughs> as, a, as, a, as a pandemic as a whole, like globally, we're never going to get a green light and say, hey, everything is now okay. So, you know, go and live your lives. I think that uh, everybody is responsible to assess their own risk tolerance and they have to balance it out to uh, 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 to live a life that doesn't drive them crazy, uh, to live a life that doesn't affect their relationships. Um, I'll tell you that the number of people entering couples counseling now has skyrocketed because of challenges of spending too much time together, more time together than they were used to. Uh, so, you know, if, if you need to find a way to integrate and find a balance where you can still spend some time with yourself, spend some time with other people and, and, and not always in the house cooped up like it was during the peak of the quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's again, I'm, I'm all about the very long answers today, George. I'm sorry. But that's my very, very, very long answer to your question. Listen, as a person who feels like they're always fucking talking and never shutting up, I appreciate anyone taking the mic for a second. <laughs> what about you? How's, how's that reintegration going? Um... So there's a, it, it's going. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, at the height we were, I was not going anywhere and doing anything. Everything was coming to the house, right? So I would wake up, um, manage things as I would, and then go to work, and then work out, and then if we want needed, if we needed anything like groceries or anything, it was all delivered. Stay away. And then at some point. At some point, it was like, okay, well, we need to, this is unsustainable. Mm -hmm. This is no longer sustainable. So assess the risk, 
understand what you need to do to be able to maneuver yourself within society, understanding what the risk is out there, and then, you know, do everything you can to protect, you know, right now, protect is my mother-in-law. Right. Who lives with us because they are, we understand, as we know, people who are of a certain age with a certain, with adjunctive conditions are the most at risk. And so as long as we have a very high risk person who we love and care for dearly, um, we have to maintain even a higher level of awareness. Absolutely. As to that. And that, um, it gets frustrating. Especially as you see, it's like it reminds me as a little kid. My mom used to ground me a lot, mm-hmm. and I would be in my room, um, and my room had a window that would face the street and where all the kids would play. And so when I was bad, my mother would lock me in my room, and I would just sit in front of the window and watch everybody play. Oh, and I would be like, I just want to go outside, yeah. and I would open my window. We had my mom is, she put bars on the windows. Smart. Because she's <laughs> from South America, and that's what you do yeah. to protect the house. Is rejas. You put bars in the window. So I would sit in front of my. I would open the window, and I would like hold on to the bars, and I'd be like, "Mom, can I come out and play, please?" And she'd be like, "No, you know what you did, and whatever it was that I did." Um, and I'd just be like, "Please, all right, please, can I come out and play?" And <laughs> that like, was all what the, the quarantine kids, all was. My fr- all my friends would like come to the front of the window, and my mom would be like, "Get out of there! He's in, he's punished!" <laughs> and I would try to like play from my room. It was like in jail. Like, yeah, anything. it sounds like and it. I, I had the visual. My, so we had this neighbor, and she'd be like, "Oh, George is in. You're in <laughs> time out. You're in jail again." <laughs> she was American. She's not. She was American. She was a uh, Hispanic. So she'd be like. And I would look at her and she would just, I could tell that she was like, yeah. she felt bad. Yeah. And, but yeah, that's so, what this feels like. I see, I see people, listen, I see people going out and having fun. And there's a part of me that's like, oh, dude, I want to go out and have fun. Right. But I also know that it's like, yeah, you got to be careful, especially when you have, you know, somebody older that you need to care for. And, and, and that's what I mean. That's like, that's, I mean, that's the, that's the, 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 the trajectory that my mind takes, you know, I, and I'm meeting you for the first time. My initial reaction is respect the boundary you don't know this person you don't know who's home you don't know who they need to protect you don't know who's at risk you know you know like i realize there's like a whole story behind the person you know um <clears throat> i was even at work the other day and and i walked into the the kitchen at work and the per- the the person preparing her meal she was like oh let me put my mask on and i was like oh please you don't have to put your mask on because of course I'm an egomaniac and I thought it's all about me. It didn't occur to me that, you know, she's like, no, no, it's not for you. I'm, I have like older people that I need to, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm, 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 I go, I apologize. I made it all about me. I'm sorry. I go, I, I go, my, no, what I meant was don't put it on, on my, like on my, for my presence or my account, but okay, my bad. And those are like the, you know, the kind of like the tripping through and, and learning and you know things like that and and sometimes like uh, last night at my gig i ran into a bunch of a bunch of people went that i haven't seen in a while since Mm pre-pandemic 
and my initial, my gut reaction was to go for the hug. And I was like, no, no, what are you doing? This is in February. Uh, yeah. Elbow taps. Air, air, no, no. Some people are doing air elbow taps now, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, what's the point of that? We just wave. Yeah. <laughs> a traditional wave would be a peace sign. I'm going to give you a uh, peace sign. Yeah, 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 yeah. An air fist bump. It's like, uh, okay. So, yeah. But, um... I I think uh, I think, but I think people are you know it's gonna get interesting now. I think this is where it's gonna get really interesting. I think a lot of people with health anxiety are uh, you know they think that the the worst has passed. I think the worst is just beginning. Sorry not to be a Debbie Downer, but uh, yeah, I mean now now that the curfew's been lifted and everything's kind of open back to pre-pandemic hours, um, yeah. Things are about to get really interesting, I feel. So. So, again. Accept the things you cannot change. Yeah, exactly. Accept the things you cannot change. change. Courage to change the things you can. Mm -hmm. And the wisdom to know the difference. And Mercury's in retrograde. Yeah. It really is that simple. Yeah. You know, and you can use that as a, like, um, a way to just, you know, bring yourself back. Yeah. From whatever like locura is going on in your head. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, and it, and the thing is, is that like you said, I like the the higher power mentality or the the system rather than God, right? Let go and let God. Huh? <laughs> like let go and let God. Like I always say, <laughs> let go and let God. But you know, like the thing is, I created my higher power. You know, like I designed my higher power. Yes. And that's the higher power I. Turn it over to. I turn it over to. Right. I will tell you this much. I suffer from overthinking. And there's a part of me that there's a little voice inside of me that when I'm doing these things, and I'm reading these things and I feel as good. There's a little point. There's a, always a little voice in the back of my head that's like, you're full of fucking shit. Yeah. This is your this is ridiculous. And you know, it's ridiculous. What do you mean? Like when? With what? I will be arguing in favor of like i mean i can without taking without without getting too deep or too detailed because i don't want to do this i can i don't know george i align myself with a lot of things that with a lot of people that i agree with the most part but Mm -hmm. i feel like often i am an island of one because I don't agree with everything that like the LGBT community agrees with. I don't agree with everything that men agree with. I don't agree with everything that my parents agree with. I don't agree with everything that my husband agrees with, you know? Um, and so I try to like align myself and find common ground and maneuver and bend and ways to like, to take a person who is literally thinking about everything all the time and, 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 and analyzing things and seeing them for what they really are and trying to get to the truth of things and digging and digging. And then, you know, I feel like I'm talking in circles, but coming to a conclusion, you know, okay, we're going to do this. This is what we're going to take. Okay. Based right. on all this, this is our road. And then there's a, it's like, I guess it's doubt. Right. It just, it's, there's always a, there's always a hint of doubt, and it has to be because of the two things. I know my mother always told me question everything, and two in the line of work that I work in, we rely on reasonable doubt for for 
we don't do absolute. Right. Lawyers don't do absolute. So, you know, when, you know, it's only when it reveals itself in that I experience it that I can be like, okay, it's true. Which is why I know, like, understanding that na- being in nature can take me out of my anxiety. Because when I'm walking the dogs and I'm freaking out about something or I'm, like, trying to mull something over in my head and I'm getting really frustrated, I can pull myself out of that by just taking a really deep breath and, like, looking at the trees. Right. And then that's how we've learned to, like, remove ourselves from our ego and be in the present moment. So that I understand that. But I want it to be, I want to be free of that worry and that practice takes effort. And so that's, I guess, the doubt is like, oh, yeah, no, dude, mm-hmm. we're, we're here again. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, it's an ongoing thing, though. I mean, that's why, like, the doubt is always going to be there because we're going to keep falling on our face. It's about how quickly we get up. I just, and I can't agree with people who are all in on one thing. Mm. Like, how can you be so sure on this one thing? You have no, you don't, do you not have like any acknowledgement that maybe you could be wrong? Yeah. No? What does that feel? I've, I guess that there's a part of me that's jealous of people who are like that. Oh, I share that with you. I am so jealous of that. Like, I, I feel it, like I can't fully s- sign up on something. Nothing. Nope, I can't. Even I don't like because we're overthinkers. I want to do things a lot, but even when I'm like gonna tell somebody I'm gonna do something or make plans with them, I'm just always, I'm always, there's always a piece of my heart that's like, mm, yeah. I don't know, I don't know exactly. Gonna, I know I want to go to dinner now, but I mean, I want to go to dinner when it's time to go to dinner, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, imagine, yeah, you can't sign up for that. Imagine signing up for a belief system that's so absolute. And, and like, and like, just, I would love to believe in something blindly, you know, like blindly, just, you know, I would love that. Like, I do I, believe in something blindly. What do you believe in? Power <laughs> lifting. Power, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I believe that Fitness. if you lift yeah. heavy weights yeah. over time, you will get in shape. Yes. And if you mix it with cardio, you'll get even better shape. I believe, I believe that. in that. <laughs> I believe in that, dude. Yeah. Yes. Yes, absolutely. I do believe in caloric deficits. Yes, I believe yes, in, I believe in I that. Believe in I believe that that will lead to weight that loss. Works. Yeah, that yes, a hundred percent. Yes, <laughs> maybe I guess. I guess there are things I do believe but see, in that, blindly. Those are tangible. Yeah, things, yeah, those right? Tangible. Those are things that we know and we've experienced it, and sure. so it works because it worked for us. We right. we know it works. Right. Um, it's got to be hard for the person who I guess is has tried it and failed yeah Yeah. um to do that but yeah i i definitely believe in i believe in fitness i I, fitness is our higher power no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding you don't want to give that 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 would be very unhealthy into crossfit it was definitely my higher power like for sure and yesterday my fitness was my higher power yeah i used it like i've used fitness to get through a lot of things through the last you know we've been since it's october seven months i've really used it to like pull me out and to get things through and to like make the day go by faster and um i didn't set out for that to be the case it just was was something to do and then it got better and better and better and you kicked ass on it 
And you're kicking ass. I'm at kicking it. ass, yeah, dude. Yeah, you I'm are kicking ass. It feels really fucking Absolutely, good. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And you too. Hey, man. You, you guys, know? you don't even understand what I'm looking at right now. Carlos oh. is like a skinny mini. Oh, come on. Uh, 15 more pounds to go. Imagine that. Can you picture that? Can you picture me 15 pounds lighter? Uh, to me, yeah. weight is such an arbitrary thing that oh, see. Okay, yeah, I don't, that's right. it's like, well, 15 pounds, whatever. We'll see what it looks like, right? The, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. We'll see we'll what see. it looks like. I, I I do. I visualize myself 15 pounds lighter. I, I, I know the difference. It's like, and, and don't get me wrong. I receive everything you've told me and like, you know, I, I'm at the point where people are noticing. Mm-hmm. So, so now I'm at the point where it's like the, and that creates energy. So it's not so much uh, feeding my ego. Mm-hmm. It's. A reason to keep going you, you see what i'm saying yes it's a it's like an energy source 100%. because so because it takes like you know it depends on the, a person's perception like you know if you're an older cuban lady you can notice if somebody's gained an ounce or lo- lost an ounce right <laughs> but for other people like sometimes people notice the difference after five pounds after 10 pounds but once you reach 15 pounds across the board you start everyone's like hey Hey, 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 look at you. Hey, what's different? Oh, hey, your face looks thinner. Hey, wow, you really have lost weight. You know, da 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 da. You know, it's around that 15 pound mark. So that's where I'm at. I'm at 17 pounds now lost. So, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to see where it goes. I just, I just know that, you know, I, I, this, this has worked for me and, and I wish I would have followed my gut earlier, but whatever. That's in the past. I'm happy I received what you've said. So thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. So, um, all right. George, where can they find this podcast? You can go to mockamedia.com and uh-huh. there you will find this podcast and all of the platforms where this podcast streams. Um, you can go to Instagram and go to at Media and you'll see us there providing you with content and tips to get through whatever it is you may get through. I am also on Instagram. I'm at George I. Sanchez. I'm on Instagram at Carlos305music for music stuff and at Carlos.escanilla for all the therapy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. We will, we will, you will hear from us next week. Yes, you will. Thanks for coming back. Bye. Bye.